Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. To the Clicking Balls podcast. My name is Heath, and usually we throw to Josh, but he's not here today. He's on daddy duties, but Brenton's here. Yep, still no one's caught up with me with a child yet. <laughs> um, usually the first question we ask is, what's the highlight of the week? But I don't need to ask this week, because this is a special Brownlow medalist celebration show. The Tigers and the Hawks have got their fifth Brownlow medalist. Well, it's long overdue, I think. Um, you know, been four ripped, years overdue. Been, been ripped off by the umpires for years now, both of us. So it's about time we both got our due reckon. Uh, Accolades. Accolades, exactly, yeah. Um, it's, it's a bit weird uh, with Sammy Mitchell getting his uh, Brownlow because he loses the mantle of the most Brownlow votes without winning. Yeah. So he had that record, so it's now he's just another Brownlow medalist. I mean, yeah, but he does gain a accolade of being a Brownlow medalist, but also he's he's also stand out just through the asterisks of it being in the records there. I mean, because look at the Tour de France, there's nobody in place of, of Lance and <laughs> seven years, the rest right? of the field. But at least for Mitch and, and Koch, they get they, their name in there. But, I mean, see, I'm not so much as, as stoked for Koch and Mitch as I am just to sort of gladly see someone get stripped off it and just absolutely <laughs> devastated. You just like the... <laughs> got to be honest, it's a little bit of satisfaction out of that for me. Yeah. So you were the guy that's cheering for the Hunters when they were coming for Bambi. Pretty much, yep, yep. I was one of those people. Wouldn't it be funny? It's not because you hate the deer. It's just watching everyone's reaction to it. Like, what would be the funniest reaction for my... For me right well, now. I believe that that makes Joe Watson the only former Brownlow medalist. I don't yeah, think there's any other, Nobody else has had it taken off. Often. No, not that I can remember. I mean, um, yeah, only yeah, pre-actually pre vote being counted, yeah. yeah. So that's the, he was the fifth Brownlow medalist for both clubs. With Hawthorne, there's only ever been one Brownlow medalist that's won by themselves first past the post on the night. Because all our others, the really? other four, um, were tied. So Cole Austin, um, but oh, yeah. he didn't get his, he won it in the 50s, but he didn't get it until 1989, because back in those days, they used to have a countback. Oh, right, right. So he lost it on a countback, but in 1989, they decided countbacks don't count, we'll give these medals out. <laughs> and he was still around the collector, was he? He was, yeah. Oh, shit. And it was the first time he'd Fair been enough. back to the club for 40 years or something. Well, that's the, that's the story that I can get behind, because yeah. it's good to see the oldies, you know, holding a grudge and holding out for 40-odd years, going, nah, not going back there. He thought, yeah, Brownlow, yeah, fair Made enough. good of it. I'll rock out for a Brownlow. Probably die the next day, had nothing worth living for. Now. <laughs> Don't know if he's still No around, purpose. Right? No the, purpose. So, the other ones are Robert Dippier Domenico, who won uh, with Greg Williams, yep. and John Platten, who won with um, Tony Lockett. And now, yeah. Shane Crawford won it on his own, on yep. the night, the way it should be. Yeah, and then Sammy Mitchell gets his four years later. Yeah, so there's always going to be a little asterisk there with the Hawks, and I mean, for for a team that's notoriously getting favours to umpires, favours <laughs> apparently don't uh, count into Brownlow votes. It used to be a thing back in the day when um, 
John Kennedy was coach. That he used to be proud that Hawthorne had no Brownlow medalists. Because we're a team. Team accolades matter more than... Right. Um, yeah. Which is still, I guess, you know, you can understand it. Well, that's when they got paid fuck all. So it was sort of a team <laughs> sense, wasn't it? They were playing for shit. But, you know, 13 flags, five Brownlow medals. So that's the way the Hawks go. Yeah, I mean, that's fair enough. We got one, two, three, four... No flags in my lifetime. And... Uh, <laughs> One Brownlow medalist. One Brownlow medalist in your lifetime. So there, there you, go. you go. I've got something, you know, walls covered in cotch now. You, you still haven't seen him get a Brownlow medal yet. But. Well, not yet. Not yet. And But I've seen Job lose one. So there is that. And the thing is, like, I don't have anything against Job, but everyone just tries to hold up in this saintly light. And I mean, you can't be terribly smart if you cheated in that sort of outward fashion. Well, when they come comes down to it, I believe the players when they say that they didn't think they were cheating. But yeah, I we, believe them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not the way the rules go. Yeah. Um, did you read his press release when no. Joe decided to hand it back? It was really classy. Yeah. He said, you know, I still don't agree with it, but the right thing to do is to hand it back. I'm like, mate, at least you said it because the AFL couldn't say it for you. They exactly. Gutless. Yeah. For however just, long just the going. hardcore effort to try and get him some, find some loophole for him to be able to keep his brown <laughs> medal. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, well, why wouldn't you? I mean, it's an achievement of a lifetime. Well, because you've lost so many attempts in the last year or yeah. two years or something. So maybe we just go, you know what? Fuck it. Take it. All right, I remember, start again. It was there was some American uh, female sprinter and her uh, she was in the four by two hundred or whatever yep. and they won gold and then I think the other three members had all tested positive really uh, Marion Jones was one of them so it wasn't her right and they said you got to give your medal back she goes I didn't cheat I'm like yeah the other three did though <laughs> yeah three out of four ain't bad you got to lose the medal love actually I remember seeing the thirty for thirty doco on Marion Jones I can't remember what the title of the episode was it was really interesting seeing how she went through it and what led to her actually coming out and, and admitting to admitting it, it and yeah. then the repercussions behind it all now she plays in the WNBL or something I, know, I remember she was going so for it back into she... obscurity yeah <laughs> another amateur sport. Her husband got done as well, didn't he? Uh, who's her husband again? Uh, he was a shot putter or something. Yeah, like. probably. Yeah, why not? <clears throat> I'm pretty sure she was bringing home the bacon anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty like, like sweet. Well, yep. Higher profile. There goes my long career in shot put. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it was uh, after the Joe Watson uh, press release, there was also one from Essendon. And it was, I think, the biggest sign that Paul Little was no longer at Essendon yeah. is that the open press release was actually quite coherent. Yeah. It made sense. And they took responsibility. They said, you know, it's a horrible situation and we, we as a club, put Job in it. Yeah. And I mean, if, if you want to get any indication of how expensive a Brownlow medal is, just look at, at how much Essendon lost after they gave back Joe's Brownlow medal. 9.8 million. 9.8 million. That's what it's worth, apparently. Yeah. Um, they had to give it back and then came out with their, not the forecast, the results of the last, was it year? Yeah. Or two years? Last year. Nine million dollars. Holy fuck balls. How do you spend that much and suck? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they did say literally half of it was uh, lawyers' fees and compo claims. Yeah, but the thing is, they still had that mystery dude who paid all Hurdy's legal fees as well, which would have added another couple of million onto yeah, that. It would have been a few more there. So I reckon, yeah, yeah there were still a few uh, unaccounted for I th- I funds being met. At the there. start of the year when they were talking about it, and they had a meeting with the Coterie group about, you know, the bills that are going to come in, and they were like, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, we've we, Hillary Clinton. The- we, we've, we've got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was, I think that you'd pay almost $10 million out of the club just to put a bow on the whole fucking saga. Yeah. And yep. that's it. It's done. And so it's just There's about no everyone who was involved in that conspiracy or that whole schmozzle, are they out now? Except for the board, obviously, because they don't take responsibility for anything. Just, no, no, the board's all gone. The, every single one of them? Just about every single one. Oh, the player's obviously now back. Yeah. But yeah, the coach is gone. The fucking director's gone. 
listen, the playing group could benefit from that little time away too. Let's be honest, they probably come back to a better team. It'd be interesting. I think they definitely come back to a better team. So, I mean, they won't be in the doldrums for too long. I think next year they'll be there or thereabouts, maybe from thirteenth up to ninth. Well, round one, they got the big uh, blockbuster at the MCG against Hawthorne. Um, if that falls short of ninety thousand, then yeah. it's that's criminal. Yeah, cause especially I mean they've got the cash saved up now, so go out there get the tickets, <laughs> the, the supporters, the yeah, we'll get their memberships now. Well, they didn't go this year. They got yep. plenty of cash saved up. Yep. Um, but they, they always get up for that game as well. It's always been a close fought contest, and that's what's led to um, such harsh criticism at the end of the season when they fail. Yeah. Um, it could be the new line in the sand one. Yeah, it could be too. Um, well, they're kind of losing the losing the um, Jeff Kennett and Geelong rivalry there. That's kind of going away a bit. Now a they're not at the pointy end as much. We're trying our best to get a rivalry up with West Coast and uh, um, Melbourne now by sending Sammy and uh, Jordan Lewis over there. Yeah, this is true. But, uh, I mean, it's kind of like sending in a little parasite to infect the host, more or less. <laughs> I, I think they're going to they come about. There's going to be some like, next story to this. I'm going to Eddie Bravo like conspiracy theory. <laughs> Well, we got away with it once. We sent Mark Williams to Essendon. Yeah, that was that was a brilliant move. That one. <laughs> so yeah, it'd be interesting to see how those two players uh, end up going to their new club as well, and that should get uh, a few extra out to those games. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I, under, I I think I've read between the lines now. You've got I'm going full Eddie Bravo conspiracy theory. <laughs> Because Richmond's just sent fucking Tyrone over. We have. <laughs> so you're fucking. We have. Work. We've actually made some good moves now. We've actually got some spies of our own, and uh, not the intelligent ones. But you, I mean, you've, we don't have intelligent ones. So you, you've heard of the smart bomb? You make, yeah. <laughs> That's not what he is. Not what he's doing. He was all about. He's almost going to be like the typhoid Mary of football. Going to go in there, infect it, and just fuck shit up. <laughs> it could work. Yeah. Well, I mean, it worked at us. So. Um, so it is great to you know celebrate. Uh, it's a shame that there won't be many um, Sam Mitchell Brownlow medalist memorabilia yeah. um, on display. Uh, you reckon the Tiger will come up with some? Oh, Koch? got to do something. Yeah, I don't know. Our, our sort of our merchandise is pretty boring to be honest. We don't yeah. really have lots of like celebratory stuff, lots of special stuff. And when you think about it, not many You haven't got many do, celebratory but... stuff because you've got nothing to celebrate. Well, no, but I mean, oh, yeah. usually we, we hash the his- history. That's what we do. Right, yeah. We go through and it's been 30 or 40 years since something great happened. So, hey, let's, let's celebrate. I guess you've got a couple of Coleman's. Yeah, that's true. Jack's I mean, got yeah, a couple. Jack got a, got a few. And, um, yeah, and, I mean, that was sort of one of the things that uh, Dimmer highlighted that we don't want Jack to be kicking that many goals and being the key focus. Yeah. And then we started winning games when he ran up the field a bit. So really what we need is more forwards and more midfielders and fewer backmen wouldn't help either. <laughs> <laughs> just new players. Yeah, pretty much. Get the, it's almost like you want to play like five-card draw poker where you get to hand a few back after the after the first yeah. round of trades or something. Would you f- throw all five back in? Yeah, there should be a mid, mid-draft trade, mid-season trade, where you can actually hand back the players that you're, you're selected for a second-round or third-round pick. Well, the good news is there is a great selector that's now on the market. You can get Rodney Marsh. He's just uh, resigned. Oh, that's true. Team. That's true. So it fits right in at Richmond. I'll tell you what, Mitch Marshall Ford. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Love to see it. <laughs> Love the, to see be it. Be the first time he gets any ball over the fence, that's for sure. <laughs> It'd be good to see him just up there. No, leaving this one. Leaving this yeah. One <laughs> yeah, he might be better off as a full back if he just lets the rush behind. Just go straight through. Yeah, he starts sledging the full back about how many goals he hasn't kicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you uh, watch any of the cricket? Oh, I watched a little bit, but I mean, I always forget the first one's in Perth. So I was like, oh, sweet, it's going to be in the afternoon. Yeah. And that's when like, I have a quiet period so I can yeah. do some shit. The Perth test is always my favourite too. You watch your yeah. session at yeah. night. 
Until I realised that we were batting for the second time. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, really? Well, with the Tasmanian one, it started on a Saturday, which is weird. Yeah. The Hobart test. Yeah. Um, and I remember Sunday morning, I'm like, oh yeah, the test is on. I might go check in. Yeah. I, I only miss a couple of overs, 15 overs, and we're five for 30. I'm like, hey, yeah. you know what? Done with cricket for yep. the day. The end for me with that one, I did exactly the same thing, but a different time. Yeah. I saw South Africa, they were like, uh, I think they were like three for 140 or something. I was like, oh shit, that's not, not too bad. bad. Yeah. Leading by 50. You're like, yeah, <laughs> all right. I was like, what? Leading by 50? What the f-? And I had to go to the internet and went, oh, God damn it. It reminds me of the Boxing Day test, the Ashes Boxing Day test we went to. Yeah. Um, I think you went to it as well. Yeah, I could have. <clears throat> I remember I was talking to um, uh, my mate, uh, actually, it was Duncan, who's on our. Um, Oh, yeah, uh, the gambling, gambling podcast yep. that we do. About you for gambling. Yeah, well, I'll hit him up over the summer. Yeah. Um, talking to him, we said, you know, the first day of the test, you can't win the test on the first day, but you can lose it Yeah, when you're batting. Yeah. Because, um, you know, end of the day, if you're none for 400, you haven't won yet. Yeah. But yep. if you're like Australia, yeah. and you're already all out and behind <laughs> by 50 runs, yeah. when England are none for 150, yeah, you've lost it on <laughs> yeah. the first day. If you've got the whites back on by the end of the day, <clears throat> yeah. you're in trouble. Um, so yeah, you can lose it by batting first be, uh, on the first day, but you can't win it. Yeah, yeah. Which boxing, which boxing day test was that? Ah, oh, it's got to be twenty ten, eleven, something like that. Can't remember who we were playing. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I was England. We we're playing England. Oh, of course we were. Yeah, we went Ashes test. That's the one we go to on Boxing Day. The rest of the music yeah. pretty shit. If I remember correctly, I reckon uh, Watson and Phil Hughes were opening. Shit. Probably been there yelling out shit to Watson. Yeah, I love how he's Definitely. pretty much the only Australian player that gets sledged by the Australian crowd. Oh, I reckon there's a few more now. Well, yeah, it's, true. It's got to be going up. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> It'd be funny to see... Oh, uh, oh, Pakistan are coming, aren't they? Yeah. It'd be funny yeah. to see the Pakistan and the Australian uh, fans getting along and sledging the same people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, some of the Australian names are easier. To, yeah, you know, true. To sledge them up. And the Pakistanis are playing well. I think they're, they're ranked number one at the minute. I think they're on close, yeah. They've been playing really well. And I mean, considering it's, they don't play home games, and it's pretty scary that we got beat by reverse swing by South Africa. So when <laughs> Pakistan come, we were probably in some deep shit. Well, they did show um, pictures today of Faf Du Plessis um, with the the old lolly in his mouth, the old mint. Oh, really? Rubbing it on the ball. Cheating bastard. <laughs> um, I don't know if that really accounts for, you know, five for six in the yeah, first exactly. four overs, but it's four of them. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take anything at this stage. Yeah, who was that? Was it Hudson Cronier that got caught putting on the actual ball? Was that? No, it was... No, it was, it was Tress Gothic. Someone did it accidentally, that's right. Yeah. Oh, there's heaps of... It's happened heaps of times in cricket. I think it should just be a free-for-all. Yeah, but I remember when you were young, in, we were taught to pick the seam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Pop told us that... Uh, he said uh, Uncle Anthony once got 14 for 6 <laughs> by picking the shit out of the seam. Like, picked it so you could drive a car through it. Yeah, we were for the we were playing for the uh, Catholic primary school, and we were the only team that got an actual sanction for sledging from the <laughs> from, from a slipsman because wow. it would go pretty hardcore too. <laughs> really? What, what can you remember any from back in the nah, day? No, nah, this is a long time ago. But for you know, you're talking, you're 13 years old. Right. It's pretty hardcore shit. I mean, they 13 year old country kids. We, we made them well aware of what their mum was capable of. I'm pretty sure of that. <laughs> So yeah, we got official sanction. We still come second, but it uh, wasn't lack of trying, that's for sure. Well, <laughs> it was lack of talent. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I didn't really play that much cricket. I only played for a couple of years because my mates were playing, and uh, the coach used to pick up nine of the 11 
<laughs> really? Every every before every game, he go around and pick up uh, nine out of eleven to, to take it to the game. That's a dedicated coach, right there. <laughs> That's someone who drives Nimbus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's old blue Pajero, or, or I think to be honest, yeah, or I, Patrol. I, I probably would have fit nine and an Esky in my Pajero, <laughs> I reckon for sure. Yeah, it's great time. We got to go to the tennis courts. That's right. Play tennis, get hammered, <laughs> and walk back sensibly with an Esky in hand. Um, yeah. Back to football. What else happened during the week? Well, Frio. Frio fucked up a couple of times here. Yeah. Um, Michael Johnson's uh, under investigation for a bit of a punch on. And then uh, Shane Yaron as well. That's right, yeah. He's had a go at a family member. He's been charged with aggravated assault, which is interesting because it's not regular assault, it's aggravated, which usually means there's a little bit more to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean... I don't know. What happened to family just sorting shit out amongst themselves? Eh? <laughs> well, I think they'll try. Maybe they tried a little bit too hard. Yeah, so some problems there. I mean, it's it's a shame too because the lad's done some time already and it looked like he was back on track. What did we say? Six years or something? Six years, they said, for burglary or, or something like that. It's pretty fucking fast in for burglary. Yeah. And then to turn it all around, he had a couple of ripper years in the waffle and got a go at Frio and kicked a couple of goals, Damn. you know, in the second half of the yeah. year. I still can't believe six years of burglary. I think if you take the whole incarcerating a person and stripping all their liberties, a bit too flippant when it comes to shit like, I don't know, what do you rob? I have no idea. But, yeah, and, maybe I should find the whole story before I start. Yeah, you yeah, stabbed a nun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> robbed a six year virginity. <laughs> I think that's a different charge. So six years, all right, yep, done. Um it was also uh, very well done by the Melbourne Football Club. Geez, they're learning some things, they are. When the uh, Brownlow Medal um, discussion with the board, you know, they were yep. doing that on Tuesday afternoon, well, about half an hour before they were due to announce the results, they released a story that one of their players had been done for drink driving. Oh, really? Clayton Oliver it was, half an hour before the press <laughs> conference. Right, well done. Yep. All right, brilliant stuff. Good job. Yeah. Uh, absolutely nobody noticed it. Perfect. <laughs> And oh, and uh, on top of that, uh, Lockie Whitfield got uh, yeah. done for six months for oh. sleeping over a mate's house. And along a few other went with him too, didn't they? Yeah, uh, Gabby Allen. Gabby Allen, that's he, right. He's resigned. And Craig Lambert, who yeah. was uh, working with Brisbane um, in a player retention um, role. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, to be honest, I think his uh, <laughs> yearly review was up anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, his method was getting hooked to cocaine, so... <laughs> Um, Worked pretty well too. Collingwood didn't lose anybody, but well, um, he's at, in fact, they gained half of the West Coast. <laughs> no, he's at uh, he's at the Brisbane Lions. Yeah. Now, but, but Gubby Allen, he's an interesting one because uh, Collingwood went uh, great guns to get him to oversee their netball team. That's right, supposedly. Yeah. And then demoted Neil Balm, which you know, for some reason that annoyed Neil Balm. <laughs> yeah. Why would it? <laughs> yeah, especially when you're never Richmond. Yeah. Well, anyway, so Neil Balm's fucked off, and now Gubby Allen's uh, gone. So that he he resigned, which was I thought was very very generous of him. Yeah, a bit I like mean, uh, Joe Watson giving his Brownlow back. I mean, he's a generous person. He's offered to take over everyone's role pretty much, except for his. <laughs> now he's decided. Well, he hasn't decided. He's yeah. had no choice. <laughs> this netball cave is bullshit. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> but seriously, you mean you must be trying to. Uh, prove your legitimacy if you're the, the netball manager or head of netball affairs at Collingwood or something like that, surely. It's it's something. Either that or your cloak's handler and now he's just got so, moved sideways on the job. Made, made redundant there as well. Yeah. Poor lad. So he, And he, he would have had his first preseason started with uh, Western Bulldogs now as well. Are they back training yet? Uh, most of the younger players are. 
Um, I, I should think, be cloak, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> just, I reckon he goes there, all right, uh, 10 meter, uh, ten kilometer time trials. Cloaky, yeah. shots of golf, mate. You, just, you, you practice punching the ball out of someone else's hands. <laughs> just no pressure, but if you don't not get good at this, then you ain't got a job next season. I got What's uh, Luke Beveridge said? Uh, everyone's got six months to learn how to kick both feet. Yep. Cloaky will take one. <laughs> one foot, mate. That'll do you. Just get the one sorted. A handball. A handball will Preferably do Preferably yours. <laughs> uh, well, that's it. Yeah, just just you practice handball on a stringer. Then we're set. We're set. Marking and handball to stringer. It's almost like the Deledio method. We're fucked now. <laughs> We've got no, no goals from outside 50. Well, I, I tell you what, I've had a busy week too. Um, just uh, on the sewing machine. Oh, yeah. Getting some players, some, oh, uh, some clubs. Getting these ready. Pick up a little contract or something here and there. Well, uh, what's the what are they called? Bloody BLK or something. BLK, yeah, yeah. Gone, gone under. That's six teams they they look after. Looking after a lot of people and and failing pretty miserably in a textile industry seems like you're doing a pretty shit job. I think that maybe their problem was they're actually not making them in sweatshops. That might yeah. have been it. Well, yeah, they they should have really passed that through uh, my hands. Really, I could have ticked that <laughs> off. Know some up. people. Those people could have straight out of Vietnam. Let's make it happen. That's a, a third of the of the competition um, they're looking after. Yeah. So, uh, which obviously, it's they must be struggling. Yeah, know, with those kind of contracts. And I saw their parent company was like bumfuck rugby apparel supplier or some shit. World rugby something. Another thing, rugby's fucked up, isn't it? Isn't it? I mean, yeah. we we encroaching their territory, and that's their retaliation. Um, I think that they were situated in the Gold Coast as well. So yeah. just, just another Gold Coast business going under. <laughs> um, nobody's asked Warwick Capper what he had to do with it yet, but I'm sure he had something. Imports, exports, I think. what <laughs> he was in control of. Yeah, he, he misread it and thought it said escorts. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what the Tiger players come out in uh, round one, what we're going to be dressed up in, because... Um... I reckon there's a lot of nanas around Richmond right now getting knitting their little needles to the bone. Well, this is true. Yeah, imagine if Adelaide had that problem. They'd have a, a full set of Guernseys for every single match. Yep, Adelaide are one of the sides. To end. Are they really? Yep. Oh, holy shit. Well, there you so go. They're, they're sorted already. They're going back to the Woolies. They're, they're, they're settled. settled. No, no no long sleeves. Maybe the lace-up. Lace-up Woolies. That's what they should do. That'd be pretty badass if you come out and lace-up Woolies <laughs> for like 2017 season. It's a bit like the guy wearing the pink shirt at the bar. Like, okay. He's yep. one to watch out for. <laughs> yeah. Just don't talk to that guy. He's probably yeah. the weird fucker that's probably uh, wants in a couple of serial killer <laughs> From stick, investigations. Stick men. Remember stick yeah. men? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, mate. Nice shirt. <laughs> so, uh, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Random, pretty random. Very random thought. I always thought if I was on like a reality TV show and I wasn't sure what happened, I'd take the stick man approach and just get hammered. <laughs> right. Like it was like Marshall or something. So you're stuck. What are you going to do? Just get hammered. See how you can, see what you can come up with. Uh, I think that's every season of The Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you still just give him alcohol, see what happens. Yeah, with trained fighters. Who was that fucked up guy? A Junie or something? Oh, Junie Browning. Browning, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was amazing because was uh, him. when he did the, the tryouts, uh, he walked past Dana and said, hey, do you want me to win? Yeah. And Dana went triangle. He went, all right. He went out one by triangle. That's right, yeah. And then 
every time we got to the house, he'd fight and then just get drunk and start, I'm fighting you, <laughs> yeah. I'm fighting you, I'm fighting everyone. <laughs> he had that many second chances. The poor lad just couldn't pull it together. That's right. They dragged him, dragged his ass outside. Was Diego Sanchez was on that season as well, I think. Was he? Was he that season? I'm pretty sure, it? yeah. Yeah. I remember he was, there was the two weight divisions and he was in the smaller one. Yeah. And he's like challenging all the 205ers. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'll fucking take his whole fucking on. And I think he was the one that said nobody can knock him out, like in the house. And then he dared someone to do it. And they did. <laughs> Knocked him the fuck out in the bathroom or something. It sounds all all very plausible. Yeah, because Tony Ferguson was on, on there as well when he did a similar thing. He, he was some, an absolute cunt. Yeah, made some pretty, sure pretty racist comments or something like really offensive. Yeah, yeah, he was the one that... And then he... He'd go apologize and go, I don't even remember what I said. He yeah. goes, oh, well, you said this. He goes, yeah, but I fucking meant it. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's right. <laughs> he doubled down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right, bitch. <laughs> so which Tony am I talking to now? <laughs> it's like, it's not that he can't, he just can't help it. That's just who he is. He's just a cunt. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we, we couldn't really go to the podcast without mentioning Conor McGregor's win on the weekend, could we? Fucking hell. Holy shit. That was just on point. Um, it, it, was, it was almost to the point of embarrassment. Yeah, it was. And I mean, you could see by Eddie's long explanation on his uh, Instagram that he was pretty embarrassed by it. Yeah, well, every right to be. But it made me think, though, right now, do you think that Connor is the best in that division? No. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I don't either. But it's not really giving him enough credit because he's holding the belt. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And And the thing is, I would have said there was a legitimate reason to before that performance. But now, like, kind of just being a bit of a hater. But I just don't see him being Khabib. Well, Habib, but... Um, Him and Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson, yeah. yeah. There's a great matchup as well. Yeah. And, and even RDA, although he's lost two in a row now. Yeah. And um, I mean, yeah, that's true, that's true. So he's got to fight Tony next, I think, but Khabib is doing his absolute best yeah. to um, put himself front and centre. And you can't argue, he's 28 no. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and wins by just absolutely demolishing people as well. Yeah, like, I say, not many of them have been people. close. Yeah, and because he beat Michael Johnson, who's been on the up and up. Oh, like, he, did, he he walked over Michael Every Johnson. single fight, Michael Johnson looked better and yeah. better. He's become the ultimate fighter. But yeah, it could be an in-between rounds telling Dana that his contract's bullshit. <laughs> shit talking between fight. rounds. That's how you know you're good. Yeah, that's impressive. When, when, then when hey, Dana's telling him to finish, he's like, don't worry about that. I got that. I got this up. Yeah. <laughs> you listen to me, motherfucker. Have we got um, sort of... It's one of the weakest lineups of champions we've ever seen. Do you know what I mean? Cause like, yeah. yeah. I, Bisping isn't the best in his division. Yeah. Um, there's probably three or four people I'd have in front of him. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't think Connor's the best in uh, that division either. He's probably it, best in the 45s. Well, probably, but I mean, I'd still like to see uh, Frankie or Chad with a full yeah. camp. Yeah. Um, and, and Jose, well, Jose fucked up. You know, yeah. made one mistake and he's out. Yeah. Still undefeated for 10 years or whatever. Yeah, fucking earth. Um, but no, you, you give him that one. But then you've got, you know, Dominic. Yep, he's the best in his division. Yeah. Mighty Mouse, no no Definitely, question. Yeah. JJ, no question. And then Nunes and Rousey. That's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, that should be really interesting. It's going to see how Ronda's sort of uh, approaching a defensive strategy game because she's not going to be able to move forward like that against her. There's absolutely no doubt if she loses, she retires. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's going to be an absolute cracker. Because um, I think Nunes is... Got a lot of tools. Yeah, so do I. I mean, she's legit on the ground. Her boxing's sharp. And those are the, the two things that Ronda's prided herself on historically. But I mean... For some reason. She's got to go on back to the drawing board. But I mean... It's the same drawing board, it's, unfortunately. It's, it's, it's the same drawer. Yeah. <laughs> same artist doing that shit. Uh, I saw... I did see some of her training. And it did look crisper than what it did last time. Where she was, you know, flicking her wrists. Yeah, yeah. And shit when she was throwing punches. 
I mean, that's not good for memes. <laughs> Don't worry, it's it 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 a long way to go. She did do a, a photo shoot after, you know, before she started training, and yeah, let's just say that uh, yeah. Cyborg didn't need to cut weight to make Rousey. <laughs> yep, definitely, <laughs> definitely. But she looked pretty in shape uh, when she was making her yeah. media appearances. It was kind of a beat up as well that she stormed off and whatnot. Apparently, they weren't supposed to talk, regardless. Yeah, but then someone gave uh, Joe a microphone and he started interviewing um, Nunes. Nunes, yep. And then he tried to grab Bronda and she's like, oh, no, I'm walking off. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very much her style though as well. Very true. And like, we wouldn't be surprised, you know, if it was true that she went, fuck you and walked off. But this one, yeah, legit, she wasn't supposed to talk. Yeah. That was actually a mistake by the production team. Fair enough. Well, that's what Dana said. And I mean, he could just be covering for her as well. So. It could have been just Joe thought, you know what, this will, I, yeah. I want to see. I wanna <laughs> Joe, Joe's gone rogue. <laughs> He's, gone, fuck He's it. done it before. Joe rogue. <laughs> Remember uh, with um, Nate Diaz? Yeah. Um, the before his first fight with Connor, when they were fighting on Fox Sports, oh yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, motherfucker, motherfucker!" Apparently, in Joe's ear, they're saying, "Get the microphone away, yeah. go, go, we're on." And he's like, "Nah, this is gold. Yeah, this I'm is holding awesome. it here." Yeah. <laughs> the sound bites would be awesome. Yeah, of course it would. And I mean, he's right too. <laughs> it, it was the correct decision. <laughs> That's the reason why people are watching Nate because of his talking. It's weird, isn't it? Though you can't hear people say "fuck," but you've just watched him belt piss out of each yeah, other. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? For three rounds. That's another thing that I just will discover. This be like a today I learned kind of thing. Yeah. Where um, in it's form- off season. We're going to ramble. Yeah. Well, in Formula One, there's a very popular Dutch driver going around named Max Verstappen, and someone posted a, a highlight video of some of his overtakes, but it was from a. a a Dutch broadcaster, so okay. I had their commentary, and he was swearing on it. He was like, "You know, holy shit, fucking hell!" Great commentary. Yeah, the they were saying that it's not actually illegal to swear on TV. There, you can swear, but it's just whether you're going to be able to retain an audience, right? So it's not actually legal to be able to swear and do that shit on TV, which I think is fucking way better. That's a very adult way of approaching. Very sort of open market kind of area. If you like it, don't watch it. There you go. That's pretty much our, 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 our <laughs> attitude. We tried not swearing. It just didn't work. No, no, it didn't work at all. I've actually edited some of the swearing out sometimes, but I'm just like, man, I just went overboard that time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, um, it is funny. We, and by the way, you know, when you do the, the, the Dutch, duh, 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 it's always, duh, 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 duh. Swedish chef. It's yeah, that's Dutch, right. Yeah. It's all the same. And if it's a Italian, it's boobity, boobity, boop. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family guy, I think. Yeah. Um, so what else have you been occupying your time with? Well, well what was I going to say? That's something else to talk about. That's right. There was an election or some shit that happened. Oh, yeah. the Americans. S- something, something hilarious. I, like don't know, that. I don't know why, um, but there's so many people in Australia that had never been to the US or yeah. that were so transfixed and so invested in the results. Yeah. That made me go, geez, I hope Trump wins because that's just going to be such a shitstorm. Yep. Much like you wanting to see Job hand back the medal just because that's the most chaotic. That's exactly right. That was the result I wanted. That's where I found inspiration from. It's fucking hilarious <laughs> to see just both sides being completely unreasonable. Yep. Like, because, I mean, the moderate people and the general people who, you know, are reasonable don't just go into a forum and post shit. So yeah, exactly. you're always watching an extreme view. So when you, when you approach like that, you don't get mad. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Especially where you can try and protest a democratically elected leader yep. by citing on democratic rights. It's like, well, you're kind of going against democracy which is giving this rights. So they can just shoot you and go, well, you won't be democratic. Yeah, exactly. It's like, now they're going to protest. I'm like, dude, you voted. Yeah. Like, this is it. <laughs> or you didn't. Apparently, a story came out that it was like 14 or 15% of the people protesting didn't actually vote anyway. Yeah, well. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of them. Especially <laughs> some people just going, fuck it, whatever it is, I'm unhappy with it. I'm getting out of there. Yeah, I was just like, mate, 
it's 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 done and dusted. At least you've got a choice. I mean, yeah. there's plenty of countries that have a vote where there's only one candidate. <laughs> this is true. Yep. <laughs> and you get shot if you don't select them. <laughs> and and those countries are probably going to be your close friends now. <laughs> I I think it's fantastic. It's the far more interesting result. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from somebody that takes no political interest whatsoever. And I mean, now I just start to get to watch late night television again. It's going to be great. Yeah. All the talk shows. Be back on. Get Conan a job for sure. Yeah, yeah. Is he doing anything at the moment? Oh, he's got his own show on uh, the Conan O'Brien show. Is it on comedy or is that on like an actual network? It's not on a network. I think it's on like Turner or TBS or not one of the main ones. It's on basic cable. And the funny thing was that South Park had to rewrite the episode because they they didn't bother to put an episode where Donald Trump won. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought it was a sure thing as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so did I. You know, if you can't beat Donald Trump in an election, then good luck to you, really. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, and I'm, I'll get plenty of laughs out of it. And I'm, you can't be worse than Bush, surely. Well, that's what I mean. It's not like the other options were great either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and we get to find out how much influence they actually have or if it's, you know, secret reptiles in a base exactly, on the moon yeah. behind <laughs> the scenes that are pulling all the strings anyway. Because I really want to know. Yeah. <laughs> be the first first thing you'd find out, like, surely they'd have like this already set up in like some system where you go, you give your speech and you wave to the crowd yep. and you do your pledge and then they're like, all right, so all right. here's the JFK all shit. Right, son. Here here's the Roswell shit. Here's that shit. Just read that, then fucking ask questions. Yeah. It's like the FAQ of the presidents. Yeah, or that might be just it. They go, yeah, remember Lincoln? Yep. Remember JFK? Yep. All right. Now you're going to do as you're told, aren't you? Good lad. The last couple have. Are you a reptile? Um, yeah. What I heard, uh, speaking of JFK, um, during the last week or so, uh, obviously he got shot in Dallas. Yep. And all around that place where he got shot, they just they haven't developed anything. So it all looks the same as what it does in, oh, the, really? in the photos and the film and all that. It's kind of cool. Where Everywhere else, it's you know big developments and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, um, kind of like North Korea. <laughs> for yeah almost similar know, for, reasons ever since they beat America or supposedly beat America in some war apparently <laughs> and that's it time stopped then and there was just God's taken over this is heaven this is it we're done but I wonder how long that, that sort of charade can play out now that there's technology getting so advanced that I mean you can you can have a, a household with its own drone now surely you can just yeah. fly that shit over there there's stories about there's a underground USB um, trading network yeah and how they get you know yeah. pop culture into there and stuff like that yeah then there was that fake story that came out about those Australian guys that played the pro golf tournament or something. Right. You see that? No, I didn't. Oh, they had pictures of them in a golf tournament and they uh, put out a fake story saying that they had bribed their way into a golf tournament saying they're professionals. They got like all their special treatment. No, nah, it was all bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> they just took a normal old tour and then just put the story out that. Got just, picked up by US media and shit. It's amazing how, how uh, journalism yeah. these days, you got to be first to post it. So yeah. fact checking. Yeah. Don't worry about that shit. Yeah. And so they just ran with it until someone was, hey, you're lying. They went, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, um, uh, what else have we been doing lately? The um, Oh, yeah, that's right. We're going to talk about, um, we mentioned video games yeah. in the last one. Yeah. I was doing a little bit of searching online for some of the old ones. And I saw um, some of the old Dungeons and Dragons games. You remember yeah. those? Like Defenders of Crin or I've something? I've been like looking that. for them, but I can't find like the proper real shit ones. Yeah. Like, the ones I find always a bit too advanced than what I played. Yeah, I need it slowed down. Yeah, I need like the DOS versions. <laughs> Where it's turn by turn. All right, now it's yep. my turn. All right, I can plan this. Yeah. Magic missile everything. Yeah, and there's no like mouse. You got to use arrow keys and, yep. and tab. <laughs> I remember you could uh, design their uniforms. You had the yeah. major color and minor color. Yeah. So I just always did black with uh, highlight, uh, like fluoro highlights. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's the best I could do. Yeah, I used to always do that, but I always go like purple and then something you know yeah. crazy highlighted, like green. Because we played Mike Dicker football as well. Yeah, Mike Dicker's ultimate, ultimate football. football. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. But that was always my team colours were our bright, bright, uh, you know, purple against the black background some shit. You remember those games you could uh, name your characters and they're always like Sir Galahad the Brave and, you know, yeah. fucking uh, all that kind of shit. And then after a while I realised, I don't know what's going on here. So I'd have my wizard named Wizard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Knight named Knight. Yep. <laughs> Just so I can remember who's who. I'd maybe like... And dumb and fuck because <laughs> that was that was it back in the day pretty much and that was like yeah the most hardcore you get on a computer yep um, I've got back into Fallout recently yeah uh, see but... I never got to play those did cause... you you played Skyrim or yeah but see I'd approach games like um, yeah like Grand Theft Auto in the same manner of just having it as an open platform and not right. really doing missions just fucking cruise around cruising around yeah, well, that's what these yeah. games are good for like the Bethesda or yeah but then I realise how much time it takes up takes up a lot so that's why I'm, I'm just not that I don't enjoy it I just can't knowingly put that time aside with effort in knowing what it's going to take up see I'm at either end of the scale I want a game that I can play for two minutes at a time yeah. or one that I can play for an hour or a night for the next 12 yeah. months see I'm, I'm in the middle I want something that's just you know <laughs> just want that little bit extra yeah kind of like Street Rod from back in the day you know what I mean, it's, I mean I still have, no there's only been two great racing games in my lifetime and that's Street Rod and yeah. uh, was it Rock and Roll Racing yeah, Rock and Roll Racing. Yeah, the, not the three D version. No. The, the top down yeah, version. 3D version. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, they remade it years later. You yeah, know, on the bullshit PlayStation and shit. Yeah, rip lights and them yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. Using <laughs> another time zone. That's it. I was playing it the other day actually. Maybe we should do that on Twitch. Have a oh, Rock and Roll yeah, Racing tournament. Oh, yeah. Well, happens sort one day. Maybe we should practice using Twitch first. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, we keep saying it. Yeah, we'll do but, it one day. Well, because my account got blocked when I. I had a lot of stuff up there and then straight out said I was not going to use this for gaming at all. <laughs> and they went, well, that's kind of against yeah, the rules. Yeah, that is legit. Like, straight up, it's in the rules. Fair enough. <laughs> so I wrote an email, hey, what's this shit, man? You've cancelled my account. And they told me, like, this rule you violated. I'm like, to a T. Like, to a T, <laughs> I violated the rule. Good point, guys. Yeah. Yep, yep, spot on. All right, cool, yeah. Thanks for the FYI. <laughs> like, that's actually in our FYI section. <laughs> <laughs> point number one. Yep. <laughs> Oh, okay. I can see I'm really popular on this platform with the new age. Very similar. I remember when I was 15 or something, we were going away, and I thought, oh, I might go buy a computer game. I went to a shop, and um, I said, oh, where are the... I'm looking for sports games for the PC. And the guy looked at me and went, the shop's called Only Mac. <laughs> like, Should have looked at that before I went. No worries, mate. Walk straight out. Do you have Only Mac for the PC then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so... Uh, you put my son onto Clash of Clans or some shit. No, no, no. He already got onto it somehow and then right. he was telling me about it. I'm like, shit, when I went to the casino, like, we'd have our own league there when it first came out. Right. Because um, obviously half the, um, well, most stuff, they're Asian as well and they love their games like that. Like, yeah. where you can team up and play, what do they call it? Multiplayer online yeah. simulators, what the fuck they are. And so they're all into it. So they showed me how to play it to a T. So right. that's why I showed had it all sorted. your son. I was like, trust me, I got this, man. I got this. <laughs> I got it all sorted out. I like their, they got the Clash Royale. Yeah. Have um, you seen that? Nah, I got, see, that was a game that was perfect with the amount of effort it took to play it. Yep. Until I sort of, I didn't play for a few weeks and then all this new shit came out. It was just like way too hard. Too far. No. You're like, no, nah, you've gone too far, guys. Like <laughs> this, I, I had like a solid 15 minutes of being able to play this at a time. Because yep. that's like, we get a 20 minute break playing uh, when I was working at Crown. So it was a perfect amount of time to do what you need to do, then yep. go back to, back to your work. 
but then there's too much to, to involved into it. It's, yeah, I don't. I want something which is a time killer for, like, let's say, waiting for your fish and chips to cook. Right. Okay. Yeah. So something like that. And they got too involved. So I was like, that's why I gave your your son my account details and gave him a pretty awesome base. I oh, did. He? Maybe his friends will loved it. <laughs> I don't know, but probably destroyed it by now. His strategy was pretty poor. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Left lots of holes in the middle of the walls because <laughs> yeah, it looked like, cool. Yeah, the car in there to keep people out, champ. <laughs> Good no, it's yeah. all right. I'll get a king there. He'll keep him out. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's amazing how um, thirty years of playing video games that you, you just can't trans um, that experience. Just can't yeah. get across that easily. Well, here's what here's what my sort of. Uh, displeasure was with current games is that they require no imagination the the old games they were crap enough that require a lot of imagination to make them real and i found through my life that that sort of jump from what reality is and using imagination uh, sort of gives you a better sense of achievement you, you, you yeah but you can't say that about minecraft see i never played minecraft oh, so it, well, it's like digital lego essentially yeah you can but do anything. see they kept true to its actual nature you know what i mean yeah even through the uh progression of technology and things like that where whereas like i'm trying to think of an example of one of those games it's just escaped me now well when you say you know going to the back of my day kind of stuff yeah like yeah some of the like it generally got better like uh, oh Houston got better yeah the like, game's definitely better it's just that what, like i'm all about like you said you know the open world platform stuff yeah my my imagination though just doesn't get as excited by playing this game. Like, I, I think I've mentioned the uh, analogy in here before, but remember we were fans of um, WF growing up. When you play wrestling, yeah. you have like your human action figures and you use them yeah. as wrestlers and on top of a box or something. And then I went to a friend's place and played with actual proper legit ring, ring? proper legit wrestlers. Not as fun. Not as fun at all. Yeah. Not as fun at all. So it's sort of that mentality behind it, where that little bit of imagination sort of makes a difference into what you get out of it. Do you remember Thong Cricket? Yes, I do. Yeah, it wasn't cricket playing thongs. It was yeah. um, you'd take your thong off and use a ping pong ball, yeah, and throw that down on your knees and try and whack it down the hallway. Well, yeah. when you bought an actual miniature cricket bat, not as yeah, good. Not as fun. You needed yep. a thong. Yep. And I still remember playing indoor football with like some socks that were taped up, taped up socks. Yeah, it was more fun with actual football, believe it or not. Yeah. Now that I'm an adult, I'm allowed to keep the footy inside. It's great exactly. Fun. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I can do it heaps easier. <laughs> and you can blame the kids. That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, usually, I usually cop to it. Because, uh, you know, if it was a really awesome kick... It's your house and they got to clean it up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, I love the open world games, but the good thing is having such an old iPad... Uh, sorry, iPad, fucking hell. Having such an old laptop that is literally held together with liquid nails. Yeah. Um, I can play the best games from six years ago. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. And it's all right, because it's all new to me. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's uh, not the latest. And they've been tried and tested. And if you're, like, you know, in a spot of bother, you can just go look up what, what the check yeah, codes are. It's all there. Play my plays. It, it's all the mods are all done for it. All the, uh, like, the add-ons. Yeah. You can get them for, like, 10 bucks. You get the entire exactly. game. Exactly. Yeah, the game is 3 bucks, and the add-on's, like, 10 yeah. bucks. That's why I'd love um, the Fallout games. They're great. Maybe we'll get onto it. Is that cheap on Steam at the moment? Uh, I think it's cheap all the time now. Like, Fallout... Three. You want to start with Fallout Three, right? Um, and then Fallout New Vegas. They're they're the two best ones. Um, Four is the latest one, but I I, yep. I haven't got the system that can play Fallout Four. <laughs> <laughs> I can only play Three in New Vegas. Yeah, see, because I want to get back into gaming because it's great fun. It's a good way to kill time. And I mean, I spend a lot of time on computer anyway, so it'd yeah. come in handy to be able to just pause it and then do my shit and whatnot. But yeah, I need a game that's going to be really really sort of up my alley, but. Once you get invested in it, then yeah. time just slips away. I reckon I got them for about under 10 bucks each on Steam. 
The good thing about Steam is you just put it in your wish list and then you get an email when it goes on special. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a great idea, actually. It's an awesome idea. Maybe I'll start paying for my video games now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what, the only reason I started paying. I thought, you've made it too easy for me. Well, yeah. That's what I want. They're sort of like the Netflix of games at the moment where there's something where I'd definitely... I'd for years. I'd, I'd feel bad not supporting them kind yeah. of thing. You know what I mean? Well, that's the same with Netflix. You know, when everything's going on about downloading torrents and stuff like that. Yeah. I go, you know what? I'll get Netflix. That's got enough for me. Yeah. Plus, they dump everything at once, so that's right yeah. up Mally. There's not, not a lot of reasons not to not to pay them the three bucks or whatever it costs to watch shit. Ten. Ten. There you go. Yeah. If you can't spare a tenner. Yeah, exactly. If you can buy a TV, you can spare 10 bucks. Yeah, exactly. All right, speaking of that, I better go sign up for Netflix. <laughs> you, actually, I think you're using one of my account for it. Probably. Yeah. All right, um, I think that might do us. We were waffling on. We, we did touch on some football there. Yeah, there were some bit. things happening in football. Yeah. Oh, that's right, Richmond, something happened to their board. Not important. Yeah, Tony Free uh, resigned. Yeah. Which I think is just great that a uh, Richmond board member resigned. Yeah, he's like, you know kicked what? out. Fuck this shit. I've had enough. Yeah. He looked at Chris Yarra and went, yep, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor lad. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we got uh, anything else you want to say before we go? No. Nah, I think that's we're good. good about it. Yep. All right. That's uh, it's good to finally, yeah, we've got another episode out. It's been a couple of weeks, but, you know, that's the off season. That's what exactly. happens. Exactly, yeah. I reckon uh, draft's coming up. A couple of broken eel boys in the draft. We'll keep yep. an eye on. But, Can't wait. Uh, after that, we can do our season reviews and look forward to 2017. Yeah, yeah. All right. See you later. All right. Peace.